Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and this week joining me in the monkey house is comedians and returning guests, Cass Page and Zoe Bellotta from Sandspans Radio. Hello. Thank you for having us. It's so nice to be here. We're happy to be back. It's so good to have you back. It's been a while. You haven't been here since we've... Uh, we've We've brought it back. I know. The monkey it's, ass is open again yeah. for business. I'm ready for some monkey monkey do and monkey don'ts. You yeah. Know? <laughs> There's a lot of don'ts, a couple Listen of do's. We'll see how we go. A few nopes. Oh! A sizzle for what we're talking about later. <laughs> it, what, I'm trying to think of the last time. Cass, I reckon, would have been an Umbrella Academy episode. Yeah, Maybe probably. we're on Mars. Yeah. Love and an Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yours was another weird we movie, did, wasn't uh, it? David Lynchshaw. Yes, that's where right. Where he's just interviewing that little monkey. <laughs> now, nothing makes me happier than a chimpanzee smoking a cigarette. So, and you, you uh, tweeted because uh, you'd already seen this. Yes, and you tweeted saying, "Oh, <laughs> what did you say? Something like I was like, I, I loved watching. Oh no, I'll read it. I'll read it verbatim because God, it was a good tweet. It did not get the love it deserved, and I was so upset. Well, you're talking about a very niche podcast. I'm talking about a very niche podcast. Just being like, my friend did this. <laughs> But yeah, um, it was yeah. When you su- you said that, and a few listeners have also suggested it. I'm like, good idea. Yeah. So I tweeted out. I like to imagine Matt Stewart watching Nope and realizing, fuck, I got to bring back the Monkey Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, that's not too far off the truth, really. Um, so I'm so glad you uh, watched it and you could be here for it. Uh, Cass, you watched it more recently. I watched it last night. Got very excited to have an excuse to see it at the cinema. I'd been planning to anyway. I was oh, very cinema. surprised. The cinema. Very surprised. I didn't really know much about it. I just heard that it... That's the best way to go into a Jordan Peele feel, film, I think. You can't know too much. But then you when you were like, do you, wanna, you. do you want to watch Nope and come on Primates? I'm like, what? Yeah. I, yes. Okay, okay. I didn't realize it was that kind of a film. <laughs> there was a re- You had a great opportunity to say uh, no. <laughs> um, but you didn't, and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I had seen and loved Get Out mm. years ago. Mm. I haven't seen Us. Us is my personal favorite. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good yeah. news. I was just, I was actually saying to Cass off air that I don't know if Us is my favorite of the three because it is the, like in like a superior film. Or do I just really love Lupita Nyong'o? Like, okay. it's tricky. That's, that's a hard line. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, she's just great and I just love her. So, so that's a, I should be watching it. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I was meaning to watch it before today as well, but didn't get around to it. I yeah. also went to the cinemas Ooh. to watch Nope, especially for this. And I love it because I saw it at midday. Oh, the best time to see a film. Civilized. There was two other people in the whole cinema with me. It was <sighs> fucking sick. Love it. That's, I love going to the movies by myself. Is and it's not sad. <laughs> and I don't care what you're saying at home, yelling at your iPods, because I don't care, because I'm cool. No, I like iPod. going to the movies. I like going to the movies by myself. I hate, I, I mean this with so much love, mm. but I hate going to the movies with the Sands fans team. Oh, yeah, mm. they'd be a nightmare. They are Each and every one of them. <laughs> Especially <laughs> one of them. Person. <laughs> no, it's just, it's so much talking. I get that. <laughs> they, they talk so much and they talk through the movie and they're not there to see the movie. They're just there to have some lols with their friends. Right. And I've got... 
no time for it. You got to so sit on the other end. I, I, I sit in a different row. I sit in a different row and I sit on the other end of the cinema. With I think, them. yeah, I'd probably be bad to go to movies with as well. I talk through them if there's someone there to talk at. Really? Yeah. I can't talk in the cinema. I think that's oh, so rude. Not so the cinema. That's fair. Yeah, no, at a, a movie, we're at our house. That's fair game. We're watching it on TV. That's fair game. I've paid $25 to watch yeah. a movie. I'm getting the movie's worth. That's, I'm too aware of everyone else in the cinema as well. I feel I'm, bad I'm eating opening my, popcorn. my chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, every crunch. Around. <laughs> I had Maltesers <laughs> at the Nope. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, it would just be, I know it would be so much better if I just opened them all at once. <laughs> yeah. But that, it feels like a crime. You're spreading the pain out. <laughs> Uh, so this has been suggested by a few people, including Nathan Bauer from the UK, Kerry John Jones from Swansea, and I think it's it's spelt Sari. And I know that they sent me a Sherry. Oh, it could be sure they definitely sent me a pr- proper pronunciation at some point. And it's good that you memorised it, read oh. it, and memorised it. We're like that's How in do you the spell vaults. C e r i. It's Welsh name, I reckon, from Swansea. Uh. I, I feel like it might be Kerry, and so I'm so sorry. For mucking it up again. <laughs> also, Tom Cameron from Brighton in the UK. She's a few. It's all uh, a lot of first names there. Yeah, UKians as well. Drew Forsberg from Highland Heights in Ohio in the United oh. States. Ohio, God's country. <laughs> Beautiful uh, part of the world. Haven't There's been so many, there, but so, I so many planes. Oh. And- yeah. Yeah. Open White valleys. Open. I can only yeah, imagine. Oh. That's why corn? there's so many O's. Porn. Corn. Oh, it's so much. Corn, corn. Corn, they got the lot. I was like, they make porn there? Yeah, it's big on porn and corn. Tyres. I think there's a big tyre Tire fire? Tyre fires probably oh. as well. Uh, also, Aaron from Homestead in Florida, the United States. Uh-huh. That's Aaron. It's another name I'm probably mucking up. A-E-R-I-N. Oh. And finally, Alistair Stevens from the UK. Lots of people from the Ook today. Yeah. They've got the movie before us, though. That's why. They've all seen it and been like, and we got it like a a week ago. Why? Why? It's very stupid. That's so weird. They had to send the movie, the actual film, via boat. (laughs) Wait, really? No, fucking (laughs) Kaz. But that that would make... That would... Be the only thing that I can think of that makes sense. No, I think there's just... some weird rule with like release di- with cinema rules. It's all stupid. But it's all stupid as to but why they, distribution. Then they lose a week of money. Yeah, they I don't thought, realize that I we can just watch it online. Money. Cinema love money. That's yeah, the thing. Cinema they're... love money, and then they complain that they have no money when they do stupid things. Guys, why are you watching the movie? There must be movie? a reason. There's got to be a reason. I think it's a distribution rights issue, and I think there was. Um, I know that for a lot of films, they're like. Oh, in America, that it would be like a Labor Day weekend or whatever, and they're like, "We'll release it now," and then like the weekend oh. after will be like our big weekend. So they're like, "We'll just hold off a week or two." Yeah, right. Um, but oh, because you want the opening weekend to, to be, be huge. <clears throat> but we just, as people, are like, "We want it now." Yeah, and what? Why does would anyone care what it does in Australia? No, yeah, it's it's who gives a, a shit what we think? And I, I, I know in in the past at least they used to like sort of use Australia as a testing market. That's so funny. Do we that. should get movies first. Yeah, yeah. At, at least with music, I'm sure that was mm. a thing. So I, yeah, you'd understand that. You know, it's a small, kind of a small American-ish yeah. country. You can test it out here. Mm. But do you know what? Maybe with the maybe you're onto something with the opening things because I often see movies talk about how much money they made in their opening weekend. But if you can count your opening weekend as every single opening weekend around the world and it was all oh, on different weeks and yeah. if you planned it, 
oh, just let me enjoy the movie. <laughs> I don't care about the money you're well, making. Well, I waited for too long and it came out online and I watched it at home. Yeah, I was so going to say, you, it came you're also, out online. you're risking somehow, people. I don't know how, I don't know how it got there. Anyway, I watched it at home. What are you talking about on the on the dark web? Yeah, on the dark, I got I hired a hitman and I watched Nope. Holy shit, <laughs> Zoe! All on the one That's website. Bad. Oh, I'm I'm bad girl. What can Amazon. I say? Jeff Bezos is quaking. Yeah, I know he's. It we're taking him for all he's worth. The billions and billions he's worth. So, um, when people suggest the topic, they also can give me a little spiel of why they think it would make a good episode. And this is what Aaron from. Probably it's probably just Aaron. Yeah, it's a guessing an R. Anyway, I'm getting bogged down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but Aaron writes, um, this is why they think it would make a good episode. Mm-hmm. Big time primate subplot, and it closely ties in with key points that the great Erica Fleury had made on previous episodes. Plus, spooky fun. Ooh. Ooh. Is Erica a primate expert? She's a primatologist from America, from NAPSA. The North Ooh. American Primate Sanctuary oh. Alliance, who's oh a regular, semi-regular guest. I've got to get her back on now that we're back. Um, I'd love to know how her thoughts <laughs> So do you want us this? to leave so you can yeah. call her? <laughs> yeah. But she's she's talked a lot about in the past about... So they their sanctuaries home a lot of ex-entertainment primates. Wait, are you saying the entertainment industry that exploits animals, these animals need a sanctuary after yeah, that? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> but some, some cool things we learned from Erica over the times we've chatted is that I think it's probably already happened now that there's no apes in movies in Hollywood anymore. And the last Good. one was only a few years ago. But the, uh, yeah, there is scenes in this that would, one of the more extreme reasons why it's bad, apart from the fact that it's just very no, it's mean. It's mean. It's mean to the monk. Apes uh, don't belong in a studio. Anyway, let's um go to... I found this great website, wikipedia.org, and it has a oh. bit of a plot synopsis. Yeah, I'll have to remember that one, yeah. Um, and <laughs> It's just for the movie Nope? Uh, I assume so. This yeah. is the only page I've looked at. Mm. Um, I love that the production company is Monkey Paw Productions. I did see that Spooky. at the start um, when the credits were rolling because of the cinema. So Jordan um, Peele, that's his. That's always been his production company. So, huh. I mean, obviously, there's monkey. a chimp, not a monkey in this film, but still, yeah. they're yeah. All, you know, there's, there's a relationship the there. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, this film, a lot of great actors in it, um, including, uh, is it Daniel Kaluuya? Yeah. Uh, who was in Get, Get Out. Yeah. Uh, so it was cool to see him back, and um, yeah. So let's let's get into it. So it says, um, okay, and I should come clean here. I missed the start of the film. It was on at midday. <laughs> you know, we're not all early risers. No, you're not a bird. I, I, I had to roll out of bed, rush to the <laughs> cinema, put on my best cinema clothing. That's right. And I yeah. So I got in as the credits were rolling, thinking, oh my god, I've just made it. But mm. there was obviously a pre-credit scene. Um, <laughs> So it says that uh, a Bible verse opens the film, which is Nahum 3 of 6. I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile, and make you a spectacle. Do you recall that bit? Yes. Did the whole cinema hush? Oh, Jesus. Because we were all polite. (laughs) And opening your Maltesers. Uh, It says the film is divided into five chapters. Ghost, Clover, Gordy, Lucky, and Jean Jacket. 
Uh, like, it, does it say that it right up the top? Um, I mean, it with, just opens just, with ghost. Okay. And yeah, you're like, so it's well, like, I'm, I can guess what's going to happen. Okay. Later I've, in I've the- seen other movies. Yeah. So I can understand how this is going to play. I would have liked uh, just some... some <laughs> An maybe, index? <laughs> maybe if we could have got the director to come out and say, hey, I'm Jordan Peele. Um, I've made this film. So you're going to see... Uh, throughout the film, there's going to be like a, just a blank screen with uh, one name on it. Yeah. They're the chapters of the film. So look out for those. Don't You don't have to think too much about them, but they will be there. And that's how I'm, it's a device I'm using. You know what yeah. I mean? I just, just, think, just a little bit of explanation. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is I would have missed that. Uh, <laughs> as I, would have, I arrived late. But still, I think that would just be a nice touch. Maybe I, if all directors yeah, did that. Shoot them a message. You can't okay. actually guarantee that that didn't happen in the movie. <laughs> that's a good point. Did that happen in the movie? We'll never know. It was secrets. Uh, okay, so in 1998, in front of a large studio audience for the sitcom Gordy's Home, the titular chimpanzee animal actor attacks several of its human co-stars after being startled by the pop of a balloon. Child actor Ricky Jupe Park hides under a table and is unharmed, though traumatised by the experience. Uh, the chimp finds Jupe and extends his hand for a fist bump before being shot dead by authorities. So, yeah, I missed that. I, I went to the this uh, Wikipedia page mm-hmm. in the cinema. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I miss, just double checking, I've missed anything. I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed. <laughs> I missed maybe the chimpiest moment. That's the only fucking monkey scene in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. I don't think all of that happens. I think, yeah, that's, yes. That all that happens later. But I thought in the opening, it was just watching Gordy tromp around covered in blood. And you're like, what's that monkey oh. doing? And then that's interesting because that did all happen later. Yeah. I'm like, wait, so they're showing it again from no, a different no. angle? Nah, the, no, the, no, no, it was just he was. Yeah, it yeah. was just you just saw the shot of this me? monkey from underneath a table from this kid's perspective. I hope you're not telling me I can't trust this website. I've just found Wikipedia.org. Uh, maybe just shoot them an email. I reckon. Just be like, hey, <laughs> I don't know if this is one. <laughs> shoot an email. Um, yeah, that's, okay, that's how it opens. It's so just it's just a little. All you see is like. The monkey the, kind of peer through. Yeah, like so Zoe, there's going to be listeners here. Possibly Erica Fleury herself going, uh, it's not a monkey, it's an ape. <laughs> it's an okay. ape. And the ape is looking through, to be factual. <laughs> Very important on this show. Very important. I'm an amateur primatologist. I'll never get my full accreditation <laughs> if I associate with people calling apes monkeys. Oh, okay? right. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're apes, guys. I'm so sorry. I want to apologize. Okay, we've got that on the record. Yeah, I want to apologize. And I think... We did the same thing last time. <laughs> it happens every week, every yeah. guest, every, every week. I'm like, and the monkey. <laughs> I think I, it took me three or four turns to learn it, and I'm too scared to say the word monkey. Next time we're going to come in, it's just going to like have a big sign that says monkey crossed out, and it's just ape underneath. Yeah. And like, ah, right, Don't correct. make me tap the sign. <laughs> it's going to be a capuchin. We're going to be like, you know this ape, and you, you'll, you will weep. <laughs> so that's, that's great to know. So it just starts with Gordy is covered in blood. Something's happened, but you don't know what it was. Mm. Uh, Gordy is watching. Yeah. So yes, Gordy's the Gordy's ch- the ape. Ape. I'm thinking of the child whose yes. name is Dupe. Gordy's covered in blood, walking around, tapping things. You don't see any attacking. You're just seeing an ape covered in blood. He takes off his hat and then like looks toward the camera, and you oh, see sick. the little kid oh, under a table a really looking very bit. scared. Yeah. And then you're like, "What's happening here?" And then more weird stuff happens because then you get like Granddad and the coins. Yeah. 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 And Okay, well, that's- you get thrown in the deep end in this film. So Wikipedia might be on the right path now because yeah. it says, in present day Agua Dolce. Yeah. Uh, you're saying yeah because that's right, or just because you want me to move on? Because I hate the word nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was no, hell for me. Agua Dolce, yeah. 
in present day Aguadulce, which looks like it's a it's part of Los Angeles, La La Land. Oh, I guess that makes sense. This is filmmaking territory, Tinseltown. Yeah. yeah, this film loves film. This film loves film. This yeah. is a film that loves film. It's putting up a mirror to itself, a yeah, film, yeah. <laughs> and it likes what it sees. <laughs> Uh, so, in present-day Agua Dolce, ranch owner Otis Haywood Sr. trains and handles horses for film and television productions. When he is killed by a nickel through the eye that falls inexplicably from the sky, his children Otis, O.J. Haywood Jr. and Emerald M. Haywood inherit the ranch. O.J. tries to keep the business afloat and maintain his father's legacy, while M. seeks fame and fortune in Hollywood. The Haywoods claim that the unnamed jockey in plate 626 uh, from the Animal Locomotion series of photographs was their ancestor. The fame, it's like they say it's the first ever movie. movie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's like a short, and it, Wikipedia even has it here. Ah. Uh, jockey galloping on a film, on a, on a, on a on filly. A fi- on a film. I, I almost <laughs> saved that. Phil, I was going to say film, but Philly. Look, I don't know. I don't know what kind of horse it was. Okay, you're a primatologist. You got me. Yeah, I'm not a. What's what are horses? A horsetologist. Yeah. What Equestrian. Quest. I'm not a questrologist. Yeah. Okay, and I know a lot of people want me to be, but I've only got so much time. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome to my new show, Horse Mates. <laughs> Horsing around. Horsing around. Do you think we should? Oh yeah. Okay. First episode is going to be about nope. <laughs> this great film I've just seen about horses. It's a crossover episode. <laughs> Well, that's what Cass and I were saying, because Sands fans, Elog is a horse. And we were like, what a fantastic little crossover moment for us. Yeah. Is to the, be like, like the Sands Pants logo is a horse? No. Uh, the, the shut, shut up, up a second. second. Uh, yeah, I oh, misspoke. Okay. The shut up a second logo is a horse. But the unofficial Sands Pants logo is a horse. Uh, all of the artwork in the studio is of horses. We love horses. I think we've got three artworks of horses. And then um, uh, our, our boss customized our new cupboards like the work pantry where all the um oven like microwave and stuff yeah. is uh so that the knobs are horses oh <laughs> we love horses really good horse stuff yeah if you knob a horse that's bad isn't it what's knob it's knob- illegal knobble a horse yeah is that a thing what does that oh, mean we're talking about sucking a stick sucking a stick <laughs> <laughs> just any old stick yeah just any old stick it's illegal Whoa, I didn't know that. Is that what knobbing a horse means? I don't know. It just feels like that's a thing. <laughs> You're going to find some horse porn. <laughs> horse Let's knobbling. Let's go find some horse porn. <laughs> I made Let's that go up. Horse porn. Horse porn. Horse porn. Horse porn. Horse porn. <laughs> okay, horse knobbling. Okay. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm so glad that it at least is a thing. What is knobbling a horse? Uh, Can we guess? To, yes. Take it out its knees. <laughs> it's to... No, that's hobbling a horse. What about... <laughs> nobbling a horse should be taking off its tail? No, it's to incapacitate a racehorse, especially by drugging. So, it's oh. sort of like cheating by taking... I think Farlap so like... might have been nobbled. <gasps> Australia's so that's why his heart was so big and yeah. his skin fell off so easily. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, like most listeners are big primates fans. They won't, they might not know about <laughs> Australia's famous racehorse, Farlap from the olden days, is now his skin is in one museum, his heart is in another museum, and his bones, bones are in, in, a, another museum. in yet another museum. <laughs> Fucked up that hole. Yeah, but it's because of the drugs. It's because of the drugs. The skin just fell off. It wasn't that they had to extract the bones, it did it all himself. <laughs> 
your logo is pants on a microphone. I knew I wasn't spoke. losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of other logos, We're like our of- unofficial logo. Because of- you... I don't know. I, I, I never know how much to explain. Some listeners might not know Sans Pants Radio. It's a, a podcasting network in Melbourne here. Yeah. One, one of the great podcasting networks. I'd probably say second only to the Do Go On Media <laughs> podcast network. Understandable. Understandable. And we also would take second. Yeah, that would <laughs> absolutely. Like, it's probably you? the second. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think I always describe, I'm like, oh, we're like Melbourne's second best podcasting group. And everyone's like, who's the first? And I'm like, Do Go On. Fucking little bastards. Fucking hell, Bloody hell, really you come good. on this podcast, made me feel all good about myself. That's oh, what we yeah. do. I feel We're borderline uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so yeah, we've had two full-on things happen and I've missed them both. The first one <laughs> was a blood-covered chimpanzee and the second one was a ranch owner who was killed with a falling nickel from the sky. Yeah, he looked up. What's a nickel? That's a 20-cent piece? No, penny. Penny. No, 10 cents? 10 Ten cents. Doing a nickel. Penny, nickel. No, a quarter's a quarter. 25, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like five. No, one, ten, the 25. Nickel. It's a five cent oh, coin. Five? Oh, they Because that's what they say when you go to prison, you do a nickel. That's a five year stretch. Oh. You know so much. <laughs> I don't, but thank you. <laughs> Because you know so they much about prison. Got I do know so much there. about prison. Yeah, quarters is but they 25. Don't have twi- I guess they don't have 20s then. No, they don't have 20. So they've got penny, Fives. which is one. Yeah. I thought they had a 10. Oh, uh, a, a dime? What's a dime? Dime. They also got ones. Yeah, so penny, dime, quarter. Nickel. Nickel? What's nickel again? No, nickel was five. So it goes Nickel's quarter. five. Why are there so, so many penny, coins? Penny, nickel, dime, quarter, dollar? Do they have a 50 cent? So they got a one cent? Yeah. Five cent? Mm. Ten cent? Mm. 25 cent? Mm. 50 cent? What's a 50 cent? What called? are they called? Uh, the halvesies. <laughs> and then a dollar. What's it? It says. Why does 50 cents not have a name? Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> he in the club. Uh, so you got nickel is the five. Penny, sorry. Penny is one. Nickel's five. Dime is 10. Quarter is 25. Or a, and a half or half dollar is a 50. No. Fuck a half no, dollar. Maybe they're not around tiny. anymore. Yeah, it mustn't be around anymore. Maybe. Oh, a half dollar. Got a little oh, half no, dollar. Oh, you got a half dollar for me. <laughs> that's good. That's that's like holding a $50 note and be like, half oh, hundy. That's great. Well, yeah, because Australia so used to have richer. $2 notes way mm. back in the 80s mm. or 90s and $1 notes. Because oh. they still have, they have dollar bills over there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, I love cultural differences. <laughs> so different. Uh, what are we talking about? The movie? Nope. I wonder how many people have turned off already <laughs> as we struggle to stay on topic. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen any of it so far. But what? What? how full on was the nickel through the eye bit? Uh, I thought it was, it was, it was cool because it was a bit eerie. You just like hear, you hear like gunshotty noises mm. all over the ranch and you're sort of like, What's happening? And then eventually you start seeing like keys and just metal shit oh, everywhere. So lots yeah, of things fall. So you're kind of w- watching the characters look up, trying to figure out what's going on. Mm. So that's why it falls through his eye rather than through his head because they're all just kind of staring up at the sky. Oh, and including then the no- kids? Yeah, including oh, um, the OJ. Right. Yeah, so the son was there and they're all kind of looking up, the two of them, to see what is happening 
and yes, just random stuff starts falling, and then there's there's like nothing, in, you know, fucking finger quotes yeah. up in the sky. Right? Were you loving it? Was that like a? I, were you oh, going? I'm in here. That, that was good because you could just hear. I like, was in from the monkey man. Oh, oh my god! Ape. My fuck. Sorry. Ape. <laughs> Every time you call an ape a chimp. This podcast goes for another five minutes. <laughs> you, you got to, You donate a nickel uh, to the to Napsa. Yeah. All right. All right. Done. It's like that's American five cents. That's like eight cents or oh. something. <laughs> I'll just give a ten dollar note at the end of this. <laughs> pay, pay it for. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just know. I right, know. So now we get up to the bit where I joined the film. Yeah. So I feels like I really met. I, I missed a small amount, but it was some key stuff. It was really. It was a really good opening. I'm gonna say yeah. that much. That's great. I'm. Yeah. I. I'm a fool. The yeah. last time that happened to me was when the f- first new Star Wars came out. Like five years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. I got there. I missed the scroll and everything, and <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I didn't. It didn't really worry me, but it did feel like I was missing something the whole way. I felt like I never mm-hmm. fully got it. Yeah, well, they probably explained quite a lot. I haven't seen this. And you don't movies. get to play the trailer game when you go to the movies. Oh, uh, there's a game. Yeah, you got to guess the trailer before your friends guess the trailer, and then I get to punch you. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. I Because I win. I win. It's a game and, I've invented for myself. And it's so you, even if you're there watching it with someone else, Zoe will rock up, up. and I'd punch you in the face, you. Whether, he, yeah. whether you get it right or wrong. So what a whether, fun game yeah, to Yeah, whether we know each other or not. <laughs> well, and I'm, I would assume that a lot of people listening don't know you. No, and so they... Be scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comment. All right. So, I, now I'm watching. Okay. So, yeah. I can start oh, commenting. All right. We've Matt started team. Matt time. Yep. Uh, six months later, while filming a commercial with prominent cinematographer Antlers Hoist, or is it Holst, uh, one of the horses, Lucky, reacts aggressively when the crew startles it and the Haywoods are fired from the project. This bit was, it was so frustrating. Right off the bat for me, I'm like... I know this is what he's wanting me to feel, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're just going, oh, it's so everyone's treating him badly. Oh, the whole thing yeah. was yuck. I just, I really like, uh, it's Daniel, yes? Mm. Daniel's yes. a great job. He's got such a good face for, I don't know. Emotion? Just holding in <laughs> yeah. bad feelings. Yeah. And you can see that he's holding something in and you're like, <laughs> yeah, Daniel. Yeah, right. It's, it's oh, so expressive without, it almost looks like he's giving no expression, but it's saying a yeah. lot. Oh, it was so stressful. Like, and yeah, just the way you want everyone to listen to him and you're like if you don't listen to him it'll go badly he's the expert yeah please oh my god and they just weren't listening to him he says gonna need a little break and then the actress comes out i'm ready for one and they're like all right we'll set up for one it's like what the horse guy says they need a break he's the boss of the horse the horse is the boss of him Yeah. yeah and then and his sister comes up late and she's just treating him like shit as well she does the the safety spiel she has it down then sort of plugs herself a bit and then goes off to sort of network yeah. at, at catering. <laughs> and he's standing there going, need your help back here. Am need your help. Because they seemed like they they actually quite yinged and yanged quite well because she was so outgoing and he was so quiet. You were like, but he knew what was going on when she didn't. You were yes. like, if she just could be the mouthpiece, then stuff would get done. But because she's so self-involved, we're fucked. Yeah, her heart wasn't in it. Yeah. She'd be, they'd be the perfect team if she cared about yeah. the business. Yeah. But she clearly she didn't. And she did says it. that. Oh, Pretty much later. Yeah. She said, this is... Yeah, he, yeah. She's, she says... Or he says, you got to forget about your side hustle and yeah, focus on the yeah. business. She's like, this is my side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. He, he's calling. She's going, please, Em, come help. She doesn't. And then the guy puts a flash basically in the horse's face and he kicks out. Which mirror, I... Yeah? yeah, I have to admit, 
I, I don't work on films. Okay. Television. Well, I don't care. know. Why are you here? Oh, that's a good point. Cass is here because, because she, she works on films. Film and, and television. Yeah. And, and horse cinema. films in particular. Yeah. And Very also specifically horse films. I'm even going to yeah. admit, I don't know that much about horses. No. I know putting something big flashy in front of a horse is probably not a smart idea. Yeah. Like, I, I was watching that and just being like, that is the opposite of common sense. Just at least ask. The, ask. Be the wary of the horse. He's right there. Yeah, that was mm, and it was horrendous. I even felt so sorry for the horse. Yeah, yeah. the horse. But I will say, throughout this movie, I kept being like, oh, that horse is doing such a good job. I hope that horse got every carrot. Yeah, like, you it's know when good you horses can still be actors. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> good for them. Yeah, good on them. I hope this horse wins an Oscar. Well, that's the thing, you know, like, and Erica would say that it's great that um, we've phased out real life apes from film, mm. but they're... Where are those jobs going? They're going to people like Andy Circus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Which is, is that- great for him and I actually yeah, think great, it is. Great great for Andy. Great for Andy. We yeah. love Andy. Yeah, We're we all super love happy Andy. For Andy. Well done, Andy. Mm. We're all loving you. But your new I'm career. just putting it out there. Yes. That like fucking maybe Andy was the one to start this trouble. This yeah, like yeah. apes deserve rights yes. idea. Because he needed more work. And I call He's- that trouble. That trouble. <laughs> I call but- this movement for apes to have <laughs> Have rights right. and peace. Trouble. trouble. We just a need a we need a um and a capital rubble. <laughs> yes, it's all caps. It's all caps. It's actually very it. serious. Trouble. Trouble. I <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate Eddie Circus. Is all we're saying. I but, think he does no, a great I, job. I he's should, just he's I just saturated say. the market. Mm. We need a second ape man. He's not going to be there forever. I oh. wish he could be. Oh my god, Cass, why'd you say that? <laughs> I, I think I've been operating thinking, well, at least we'll always have Andy. <laughs> Do you know Circus. what? They probably have is enough 3D renderings of his body oh, that's, that they can that's do comforting. that forever. That's, that's horrendous. That's the afterlife for Andy. Yeah. He's, he'll he's live on living forever. it now. He's living his afterlife in the present. Wow. He's actually not acted in anything for about 10 years. <laughs> that's something that you don't know about Andy. Not, not a lot of people know about. Cass, of course, working in film. Yeah. She'll tell Horse you all film. about that. Horse, Horse film, film, primarily. Ape film, secondarily. Yeah. Obviously not anymore. But, you know, in my youth. Horse films primarily, ape films primatolarily. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like there was something there. Um, I have a lot of swings on this show and I don't edit. <laughs> and you get a roll, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is, you get the swings, you get the misses. And the occasional hit. None yet, but maybe later. Cass on sound effects. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so there's this stress, low key stressful scene mm. where he's he's in on this ad shoot, um, but he ends up getting fired because the horse kicks because the crew don't respect the horse. Of basically, the horse kicks. Yeah, and I know that's how you're meant to feel, but there are like some of these sort of movies that are made to make you feel tense. I'm like, I know you want me to feel like this, but. Why are you making me feel like this? <laughs> I avoid this emotion so much in my real life. <laughs> yeah, I right. money for this. Uh, the, fi- uh, the ranch's financial woes have forced OJ to sell horses to Jupe, who uh, we... Mm. I don't know if we learned this yet, but he is the kid from mm. um, Gordy's house. We find that Gordy's out home. when he goes yeah. and meets him. So probably, I think Soon this is where this. you are. Yeah. 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 Um, he operates the nearby Jupiter's Claim, a small Western-themed park where he exploits his story of the Gordy's Home Massacre for profit. Uh, I mean, that's a wild way to put that. 
I guess that's also accurate. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's like a theme. It's like a Western theme park. It's a Western and then theme he park. says that he charges people to come into his little shrine to his trauma. Yeah, that is a bit. And he's got like blood covered items. The, the oh, shoe. yeah, that yeah. is full on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't understand yeah, what was going seen on at that the point. Context. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dupe offers to buy the ranch from the Haywards, an offer which M encourages OJ to accept. She's like, let's cash in. She just wants to be she an actor anyway. She would love to cash in, mm. yeah. Uh, that night, the Haywards noticed their electricity fluctuating and their horses vanishing and violently reacting to an unknown presence. I mean, it's a bit vaguer than that. I don't think... I th- One of the horses runs away ghost, right? Yeah. yeah. Ghost gets ghost. And you know when there's something in the sky? I'm like, is that ghost flying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it sort of flashed across the screen and it was... To me, it wasn't that clear. Mm. I'm like, I thought I saw a ghost. <laughs> a I'm like, is, is this a movie about flying horses? But unfortunately, it isn't. And it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> you know, one thing that's great about this film, for, mm. for fans of movies where they say the name of the movie in the movie, oh, yeah. this has got to be almost the record holder for that. There's a lot of nopes. There is a lot of nopes. I, as the nopes were coming, I was like, do you reckon they named it at the like, do you reckon that was the name they went in for? Because John Peel is very intentional. Mm. Or do you reckon they had a different name and then at the end is like, well, you know what? That no, really captures it. I saw an interview with Daniel Kalu. Is that how we've agreed to say it? Uh, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah. Um, where he was saying that they were like three, third, three quarters of the way through filming. And he was like, oh, by the way, what's the film called? Oh. <laughs> and John Peel was like, nope. And then he was like, yes, yes, of course it's called that. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's, yeah, it's, and so many great deliveries of the line mm, as well. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, nope. <laughs> That's a no from me. Um, so, yeah, so M's encouraging OJ to accept the offer. That night, weird stuff starts happening. Then they discover an unidentified flying object shaped like a flying saucer that has been devouring their horses then spitting out inorganic matter, which caused their father's death. I guess they figured that mm. out at the, around this time. Mm. I don't think I did. I don't no, think they I figured it out. I, think, I didn't. No, I think from memory, they're sort of like... There is something. No, th- what I did remember when I was watching the film being like, they're very quick to be like, it's aliens. Yes, that's true. So that maybe was it so was quick. that scene. They were so very quick to be like, they were like, something spooky's happening. My first thought wouldn't be aliens. A spooky ghost. It was because well, he, he saw the he saw the UFO in the sky. Oh, oh he saw it. He yeah. saw it. And I then, didn't see it. And Watching then M the kept being footage. like, "What did you see?" And he's like, uh, "Doesn't really answer." Right. It's like, "What yeah. did you see?" And I think she's like, "Oh my god, you saw something in the sky. Yeah. This is aliens. We can finally make money." That's so funny because I'm like, they're jumping. I thought they jumped yeah. to a conclusion as well, but that's because I didn't see the the no. ship. No, it was just a little flying saucer. It was a blip, and I think it was done really well because it was so quick that. You as the viewer, all you see is the a mass moving. You can not really make out the shape properly, maybe, and, and yeah, so it's just maybe, you miss maybe, it. Yeah, blinking, you miss it. it. Maybe and your eyes think it's a flying ho- maybe horse. A horse. Yeah. And that went, and I think that'd be valid. I think that'd be I very valid. You, I don't think you should think you're silly if that's what no. you thought no. you saw. Yeah, well, I think Jordan Peele did a great job of you know showing how weird it would be if you really saw a UFO because you would only see it for half a second, then you'd be like hang on because he doesn't say what it is for ages mm. seemingly because it's like surely not yeah which is a normal human reaction yeah to very like, normal mm. 
But she's excitable. Because, so. I mean, at this point, nothing had fallen from it or anything. So, I don't know why he would have gone, oh, oh that's, that's where the coin must yeah. have come no. from. No, I, I, it's further down. I remember the scene where the coins start falling again. And I laughed because I realized what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, this is shitting on her. Yeah. She's just shitting and pissing on the house. You said he's territorial and now he's mad. Yeah, yeah that was great. That scene with the, the blood covering the... I'm like, oh. Because oh. it, it is sort of meant to be a slight horror film, but yeah. it's not really at all, is it? Or I think it has really good elements of horror. Okay. Like, I, I think, think the tension is... Yeah. I, I think Jordan Peele's really, really good at tension. I don't think... I've seen many movies that hold tension for me in the same way, obviously. Everyone's and I don't think Jordan Peele does horror. I think you're right. He's like a thriller kind of tension. And yeah, we don't we film, don't have a genre to define it. So we're like, oh, horror. Yeah. I felt mm. more, I was like, oh, maybe it's more like sci-fi thriller. Mm. Or th- but then you think about it, like Get Out was like not really supernaturally. Like that was quite sci-fi as well because it's like yeah, a body swap movie. Mm. Um, and even us is still, it's like exceptionally creepy, no but spoilers. it's still like more, huh? No spoilers. No, I was still going to say like very sci- sci-fi-ish. Oh, than- why bother watching it now? I know it's very sci fi <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very sci-fi-ish, you know? Damn. So none of it actually dips into like the classics of the horror genre, other than the fact that it is very tense to watch. Right. Mm. And then, yeah. I'd, I'd- and then I think we as aliens, like we as audience. <laughs> oh, we as aliens. You slip huh? there. No, we're Zoe. not regular people doing a podcast. Yeah, us Definitely. normal. Not, Bleep, um, definitely not invading your brains through your earwaves. It's fine. No, um, we couldn't do that. We don't have the technology, right? That's crazy. Not yet. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling a little creeped out right yeah. now. <laughs> anyway, I was, what was, I was, we as an audience, something, 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 thought process gone. Mm. Yeah, no, I but agree. I, I didn't. We as aliens. I yeah. felt like that that shot was so. It looked sick with Ooh. the blood just it was covering. Cool. I'm like, this is sort of like classic horror movie imagery. But mm. I never felt, I never felt horror or that full on. No. I felt comfortable the whole yeah. way through. I'm like watching some people. I think it's too bright the movie. Oh, maybe to that's feel uncomfortable to feel as a horror movie. We're like, oh, it's quite yellow, <sighs> and that's not the color we associate with horror. Which is nice. It's not nice the color touch. we associate with horror, but I <laughs> not I, enough I, yellow horror. There, are, there isn't. That's why we were like mm, different movie, sand, gross. But I think, like, I know it's they're like, oh, it's an alien, but that's a monster. That's mm. a monster that's yeah. eating people. That can be horror. Yeah. Monster that eats people is horror. Yeah, okay. You can't, like, and it's a bunch of people in a house they can't leave. That's a horror trope. Mm-hmm. It is true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess... Sp- it, scary animal noises, having animals react in a weird way, that's also a horror trope. I'm being too... Horse. Um, Horse. I'm being too narrow with my definition of horror. Yeah, it's, it's probably... I'm no horror expert either. Neither am I. But I normally find... <laughs> I, it's, I think I'm saying that because I, I rarely like horror that much. And you liked this? And I thought this, I like this. I, I like Get Out more, I'd say. But I, I did like this. I did. I like the uh, Scream movies, which I know are meant to be kind of shitty horror movies. But I like the whodunit aspect mm. of those. <laughs> you like a murder mystery. You like a mystery. I find the ones like the Mike Myers ones and that a bit boring because it's just like this unstoppable guy mm. that's always well, like get a, sla- a slasher fix. A slasher flick is always just like some dude anyway. Where mm. I think there's like some really. Like, especially when you start leaning in, like, to the supernatural elements of horror, that's where you start getting some really, really weird shit. And you're like, oh, this is, like, unexpected and great. But I think if you just, like, mainstream horror is so 
for lack of a better word, like I think it's it's very it has to be all encompassing. So it's not actually like a good representation of the genre, right? In the same way that like sometimes you'd say like like Star Wars probably isn't the best representation of sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that, knowing that some of our listeners would come for you. Yeah, oh. I. Uh, who would? Mike Myers style. Yeah, I wouldn't say that <laughs> on, the on air. Well, on some then kind it's of always podcast. coming from you, uh, coming yeah. for you. Sorry. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Punching oh, you in well, the head you, in the cinema. Thank yeah. you, You're welcome. <laughs> lovely gesture. <laughs> uh, I came for you. Uh, it was quite lovely. Oh, okay, good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you're having a lovely I day. T- yeah, I took the best part of your life <laughs> and it's mine now. So, anyway. So, I, yeah. But I, um, I think I liked there was some sort of uh, you, they're solving it as it's going which mm. is sort of fun which I guess is a that is not in a lot of horror movies as well probably things are probably a they're lot trying of to figure out what's going on that's probably <laughs> is that just movies yeah that's, that might just be movies guys <laughs> movies, Matt. this is why I cast you here because you work in film yeah because yeah, I'm, I'm with the horses I was with the monkeys rest in peace and chimps oh <laughs> another nickel god I owe that monkey lady so much money <laughs> <laughs> do what I do, just donate a 50 and then you've yep, got car okay. punch for the rest of the episode. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Okay, where are we up to? So... Um, this Wikipedia page <laughs> that you are referring to. Yeah. It's, so it's, they're saying all of the movie at once. Yeah, they're skipping <laughs> yeah. bits and they're sort of, they're talking about stuff from the future. It's like, yeah. you don't know all of that yet. <laughs> no, we're all still being like, woo. Yeah. Why are they abducting horses and how do they keep all the horses in the spaceship? It's probably good for us to, um, it's it's good because, you know, people can go watch the movie if they want to see it all in order slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if you want a jumbled slow. idea, I, I found, and maybe it, it's my own fault for missing the big bang at the start. Mm-hmm. But after that, I, it was a pretty slow period. I felt, which was the tension mm. build, I guess. But some of it, I'm just like, I'm in the cinema, sort of like, you know, feeling having a wriggle, having a wriggle. <laughs> I'm feeling so aware of every inch of my, you know, sort of arms and legs. I'm like, oh, yeah. strongly get comfortable because it is moving so slow. Yeah, well, you didn't have the mystery of where are those coins from. <laughs> yeah. I fucked it up. And, by, and yeah, who's that right monkey? Off the bat. Yeah. Why, why is that monkey covered in so Ape. much blood? You're going to have to put in another 50. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so motivated by a desire for wealth and fame, the siblings decide to document evidence of the UFO's existence. Um, they talk about they're like, there's the goal is Oprah level. Yeah. We want it we want it to be the footage so good that it's shown on Oprah. There's a lot of dodgy footage out there, but no one's got great footage. And then they recruit Fry's electronics employee, Angel Torres, to set up surveillance cameras. Well he recruits himself. He yeah, he's, he's there for he gets it. He's like aliens, yes please. That's right, yeah. They're like, we'll 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 be able to set it up and he's like don't think you will. Yeah, that guy had an insane introduction. He was just rude and then eventually he's at their house. He's like, anyway, yeah, me and my girlfriend broke up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you guys are my best friends He now. just needed some friends. Ah, oh, great stuff. 
Uh, electrical interference from the UFO and a praying mantis on one of the cameras prevent them from getting clear footage. But Angel notices a nearby cloud that never moves. They deduce that it is the UFO's hiding place. That was great. He did. Did you see it when it, so he shows this time lapse footage mm. from one of the cameras, and he says to OJ, "Tell me when you see it." And I'm looking at it going, I'm, I'm staring, looking for the UFO. Yeah. And then, but OJ sees, he's like, oh, that cloud hasn't moved. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I also saw. <laughs> I also did not see it. I wasn't thinking about the Primantis the whole time. He's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Jupe uh, uh, introduces a live show in Jupiter's claim and plans to use Lucky as bait to lure out the UFO. Yeah, is that? I thought that was sort of them showing that that's what he'd been doing. Because that's yeah. why he'd been buying the horses. He'd been buying the horses to feed them to the yeah, UFO. And it was so. That scene was great because he's just introducing this show, and you're just in the audience being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Because OJ earlier had been like, "I want to buy all the horses back. I want to make sure and I buy all the horses like, back." Sure, man. Don't, no, don't really talk about that one day. I yeah. feel like you could buy cheaper horses than Hollywood trained horses as well if you're just using them for food. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Cause there he, are loose horses. Well, he gets the horse to run first. That is usually the thing. He, like, opens oh, the thing right. and then gets the horse to run down the gully uh, toward where the monster is, and then the monster eats him. Like, And he kind of... he sa- Does he say it on mic to the crowd? Jupe, he says, I, I th- honestly think it's because of my relationship with the UFO that it hasn't tried to mm, um, yeah. take over the world or something. Mm. Um, yeah, so he he's... He's got this new show, which I assumed was not that new. Feels like he'd been doing it for a little while. He'd been he had practicing. The spiel down. He'd been practicing. Then he and ju- during the show, he introduces like his cast, oh the the crew, mm. but also a cast member who I'm like, oh, with that veil, she was one of the, she was his uh, co-star from from the monkey show, ape show, the ape show, and um, she obviously had. Um, some severe injuries and I and I'm like is that referencing that there's a famous story all right I'm gonna jump in here because this is my favorite ape story it shouldn't be because it's not good but I really think it's very interesting so we're going to talk about Travis the ape so Travis became famous uh because in 2006 I want to say he ripped a lady's face off Travis was a um was an entertainment ape that's what had been like why his owners had him and he had worked in commercials and stuff like that. He had, had been in the trouble with the law prior because someone um, went to go litter, but for some reason it like went into the car that Travis was in and he got hit in the face by a Coke can and then Travis tried to attack the man who did that. So he was like a, a known aggressive ape. Um, so, and then in, yeah, 2006, 2007, something like that, his owner... N- called one of her friends over who was like her assistant friend slash assistant kind of situation and they were doing something and then or for i can't remember what triggered the attack i think they were trying to like get travis to do something like get in this crate or we got to do da 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 anyway travis snaps and instead of attacking his owner he attacks the assistant Which is why this sucks, because if it was the owner, you'd be like, ah, oh, come up and see. Oh, I assumed it was yeah. the owner. Yeah, yeah. no. So it's, it's the owner's assistant, and he attacks her, and yeah. there is a 911 call that has, like, been released to the public, and you can hear the, like, the oh, owner. it's awful. Which is, it's pretty horrific. And um, so he ripped his, her face and her hands off, like, obviously defending herself, but she survived. 
So she did, they did a bunch of reconstruction surgery um, and she survived. And it was worldwide news, mm. worldwide news. I remember hearing this story like when I was in, like I think my second or third year of high school right. and being like, what the hell? Um, this is pre-Harambe, we got to remember. Yeah. You know, PH, pre-Harambe. And it was just like, what the hell is happening? Like, this is nuts. This is really shitty internet as well. So this, like, made, like, the news news. Um, and it was a big thing about who was going to get the first interview. Oh, right. It was a big thing. They're like, who's going to get the first interview with this lady mm. who has been mauled and terribly disfigured oh. by this ape? Guess who got the first interview? Oprah? Oprah. Ah. Right. So, that is, so they're all direct references. They're all direct of. references to the, to the Travis case where he... Um, so they obviously the police shot and killed him. It's also like the, the monkey is dead. The ape is dead. He was, he was killed um, to, to save this lady's life. And she ended up having... They tried to transplant some hands, but they didn't take. Jesus. But they were able to do like a partial face transplant years down the line. Mm-hmm. But during the Oprah interview, she's there with like a full veil and Oprah sits with her and is like in the way that only Oprah can. So very kind. So very understanding. While still doing an interview. Yeah. And you're like, this feels so very exploitative. Yeah. But she also is being so nice to this lady. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then Oprah's like, can we see? And the lady like takes her veil off and it, it you know, she's blind. She's got no facial features anymore um but they were able to do a facial transplant a couple years later and she looks much better now so and she's living her life post post chip attack a a happier ending to the story what a yes what a sad story from every angle yes i definitely didn't talk about this at the sandspan show that i recorded this week and we made jokes about it the whole time it was sad and we've always thought it was sad (laughs) right but yeah so it's just like um yeah, I guess, you know, just another example of why apes are not... They're not pets. They're, they're not pets or actors. No. They're just little guys. I was I found watching this movie, like, so surreal, being like, why would you keep a, an ape as a pet? Anyway, so that was the reference for Travis the yeah, Monkey. So yeah, and that the was ape. clearly a... Di- yeah, because that direct, was a very specific veil. And- yeah. And you'd know, like, you, like, even you who didn't know the story of Travis, you knew that image. You're right. Knew that image. Yeah, knew that I, I think I only heard of the story. Someone, people have suggested I do talk about it on the show before, and I've I've seen the suggestion. I looked into it. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I can. Very upsetting. <laughs> I, don't yeah. think I, I can quite make like this apes, fun. and this feels yeah, sad. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, and I did. Yeah, I sort of. Yeah, the friend getting invited over is just an extra yeah, level of sadness. Yeah, because she wasn't sort of. meant to be there. It's all gross. It's it's all fucking. What gross, was the friend man. getting invited over? She was like an assistant. It was meant to be her day off. And then they called her to be like, can you come over and help with this thing? Mm. Um, and then the lady, the lady who owned Travis was super, obviously anyone who owns a, like a, a chimpanzee is a weird person. Like, let's just put that out there, you mm. know, um, <laughs> like as a pet and as a like money making machine. Um, but she got really like, she was like, this isn't my fault. Oh. And society was like, yeah. Hold on, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> like yeah, it is three your parties. Yeah. yeah, you're the one. You're uh, the one responsible here. The monk, uh, neither is Travis, neither is your friend. You are the person who decided to do this. And then, uh, then she just randomly died in the middle of all of this. Oh, oh. So there's no one to blame. Wow. Now we blame the monkey. 
Who's also dead. Who's also dead. So there's no one good. Like, there's just a lady who's terribly disfigured. Oh. And, a, you know, the whole situation's super weird. You could write this stuff. I mean, Jordan Peele tried and he got close. Yeah. But he had to. He had to I mean, take he couldn't it. write that stuff. He no, had to, he had to yeah. take he from He had to reality. rewrite it. Yeah. Do you think the alien stuff is also. Probably. Probably something. related. Yeah. And taken from some other real story. Yeah, yeah. That's probably happened to someone. Whoa. Someone's probably been like, there's an alien. Oh, no, just a big monster. <laughs> <laughs> so it does really just. Um, uh, there's only three paragraphs of this synopsis left. It really just goes bang through the rest. <laughs> and then the movie ends. <laughs> uh, so. The UFO, so the, he's in, he introduced the show to the audience, says, oh, my old co-star's mm. here, here's the workers up there, it's my, my partner, and she's also on mic, they got the Madonna mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we called? call it a Britney yeah, mic. Yeah, Britney mic. That's a generational yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call them now? A Dua Lipa mic. <laughs> yeah, Dua mic. Um, so, yeah, they, Britney mic, yeah, that's, that also makes, Madonna mic's got the alliteration. So, you know, I'm not saying one's better than the other, but, you know, just have a think about it. Put it out there. Uh, so, yeah, the show is introduced. He's trying to get the horse out. But the horse doesn't go. Mm. I'm adding an extra flavor here. This I'm not reading this from the wiki. I'll go back to the wiki now. Uh, the I, UFO, I, I'll take your flavor. The UFO arrives, but devours dupe and the entire audience just sucks them up. And then we see him inside. We sort of start mm. seeing from the UFO's perspective. And then we see the people get going up through the UFO's tubes. Oh, yeah. And you start to realize it's not a UFO with a little man inside. The UFO in itself mm. is a living organism. Mm. That's the... They're the, getting digested. Yeah, yeah. Get, you can see and you're seeing... Which is a terrible up. way to die. That's probably oh, another yeah. horror kind of yeah. image. Mm. Yeah. Seeing people getting digested. Yeah, it's like a bit body horror. Bit Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, OJ deduces from this that the UFO is not a spaceship, but a predatory territorial creature, and that it eats anything that looks directly at it. So he sort of does this by flashing back to the moment with the original horse at the ad mm. shoot, mm. where um, it got angry when it saw a reflection of its eyes. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, and they show that image a few times to hammer it home that it's like, oh, it's the eyes. Um, yeah. And then um, he utilizes similar methods to those he used to break and train horses. He thinks, if I use these techniques, I can influence the creature's behavior to capture footage of it without being killed. He dubbed the creature Jean Jacket. Uh, which I think was one of their childhood horses, mm. maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that was meant to be M's and then it got like bought for the Scorpion King. So she didn't get to have her horse and she oh, was really I missed sad. that reference. Like with, like the yeah. Mummy sequel. Uh, yeah, they're like yeah. literally rocking Scorpion King. Like, oh, that's where. so fun. I missed it was, that. It was OJ's first job with his grandpa, but it that was meant to be her horse and she didn't get to train him because they went on this job and she was just heartbroken. Yeah, and they in the flashback... She's looking out the window mm, and he does yeah. that. I'm looking at you. Now, yeah. What's, I didn't quite so, I catch gotcha. what he meant by that. I see you. I've, I, see I, you. I, I, yeah. I see you. Everyone else. So, the, the, I think right. there was one of those. I think it was meant to illustrate that it was one of those families that as as a woman, M was kind of very discarded very quickly um, by like grandfather, father, brother. So, that was like a very patriarchal line of what was happening. Right. Um, and I think that was him just saying like, I see you. You're, like, 
I see you. I've that, got you. That's mm-hmm. funny because that same that I think is normally used more sinisterly. Like yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah. I've got my eyes on you. Don't think you can get away with this. That's I don't think I've ever seen it before where someone goes, "Hey, don't worry. But I don't see you, you." Don't you think you've got that weird relationship with your siblings where you can be quite rude to them and it's quite loving? Yeah. Like that's yeah. probably true. Where you like? I don't know I, how you know that about me and my siblings, but yeah, <laughs> that is actually yeah, that true. That is very true. Like <laughs> me, me and my brother are living together at the at the at the moment, which is like the first time it's happened in a really long time. And the amount of times. I have, like, he or I have walked past a bedroom and the first thing that comes up is, like, a middle finger. Right. Like, the first thing you're yeah. like, eh, and you're like, that's our dynamic. What's so, the second thing that comes up? Just friendship. Okay. Pure friendship. <laughs> well, maybe one of the other fingers, but no. <laughs> no. It's just friendship. <laughs> finger just and friendship. Finger and friendship. And I think that was kind of one of those moments where it was like, this is a thing that normally isn't isn't very friendly, but because it's, like, been fucked around with for so long. Yeah. Like there's right. so much history with it that that's what it means now. Yeah. I, I sort of saw that scene of him being like, haha, eat shit. I get to hang out with granddad and do mm. my job. You don't get your horse. But it, it in at the same time for her, she was like, you were the only one who was actually acknowledging that I was still there. Right. Like yeah. everyone else was just straight up ignoring me. And at least she was, at least he was like, huh, eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> So you thought the, that symbol was like sucked in kind of thing? Oh, like not not necessarily like he was like, hey, we're all good. But he was like, meh. Yeah. I see you in the house. I wasn't Eat till, shit. Yeah. And I've been- <laughs> I'm I'd, thinking Scorpion King money. I think I was slow in a few things, but I, it wasn't until he he did it again in the current day yeah. that I'm like, oh, so th- yeah, that's that was the reason for it. Yeah. But. Well, they talked about it as well. Like she had said that she'd brought it up in therapy and that that was a really- positive moment for her that and he, he was said, still looking at her you're seeing a therapist says well i'm fucking a therapist sometimes <laughs> and she sort of i talked to her after or something like that is that right <laughs> yeah it was funny <laughs> good, funny good line um so yeah so they dubbed the creature jean jacket and then they try and hire holst for assistance this guy with this great voice he's, oh. he's more voice than actor oh, yeah. isn't he i love how the the characters in Jordan Peele's movies are just every now and then you'll get one that's just like on the edge of a caricature. Yeah. He's just yeah. like sitting in his film watching animals kill each other, being like, "Well, I'll get the impossible shot." And yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it was meant to be like a poor man's Werner Herzog, yes. Right, could be. That's what I interpreted it as. But he was like, wasn't he? he was more like cowboy voice. Oh, I thought it was just like one of those like very directorial kind of like I know Werner is like that German accent but I just like the whole time I was like this is a poor man's Werner Herzog like right. a very thick accent that cinema like cinema. cinema cinema I don't really know much about Werner except that when he was on the set of um, The Mandalorian he held the puppet when they weren't shooting and I think that's adorable <laughs> he once ate his shoe he once got shot while being interviewed and kept going with the interview Werner Herzog is a weird little dude doing his best man People think Voice of God is Morgan Freeman. I think it's Werner Herzog. He's very kind. He's got a great name as well, Werner Herzog. Herzog. Hard to beat that. That is good. So anyway, yeah, so they call this guy. He sort of sounds like that uh, cowboy actor with the big mustache. Sam Elliott. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. (laughs) Uh, So Holst initially refuses, but eventually reconsiders after hearing about the Jupiter's Claim incident. I think he's like... Because he... It's a few people are calling saying, hey, come film this UFO. He's like, that's not, I don't believe that, I guess. And then he's like, oh, this might be true. And by the time he comes out there, you know, there's 
blood on the roof. And he yeah. Goes, yeah, I reckon this might be... Uh, yeah, he, he said, your, uh, your lawnmower's on the roof and there's blood everywhere. I'm starting to think you're onto something or something like that. Um, to circumvent Jean Jacket's efforts, effects on electronics. So whenever Jean Jacket is flying through the sky, mm. all the electronics go off. Um, so Hulse brings a hand-cranked IMAX film camera to capture footage. Do we know it's IMAX? It says IMAX on the side. Okay. Well, actually, he starts off saying, I made this. Yeah, he said Especially, he ha- he- and then later you see the IMAX logo on the side. Oh, oh he might have Frankensteined it together out of bits, I assumed though. he Frankensteined it together because he specifically said he made it. Yeah. But- and then IMAX came in and said, can we... Pay a little bit, bit of, of yeah. What you, you're placement. just like you can have the money to do it, and we, no, use, we just have to. This camera has to say IMAX. Uh, with Angel, the group work out a plan to bait out Jean Jacket and watch a field of scattered two men props for electrical malfunctions to deduce its location in the sky. So they get all these, you know, those floppy men from car dealerships. They get so many of them. It's yeah, where so are they? Where was this process? We could have had a 15 minute section of them going to buy all these. <laughs> Look, the, the thieving montage was good. <laughs> but they had to cut it. That, no, they, they had the whole thing. Why did they show it? Just little bits. Did you miss that part of the movie as well? <laughs> you were so uncomfy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I would, okay, that's funny. They did a thieving montage? Yeah, just like, stealing it bits. from like They were stealing it from Jupe's little Western thing. Yeah, like on I the guess... way in where they've got all the waving men. They didn't have that many waving men. But... No, I know. That's why I'm like, yeah. this must have taken it. They might have had their own. Yeah. Right. Like M turns like... <laughs> For what reason? M turns something off or she gets something turned off and then all the waving men fall and she's like, mm, time to get them. And then Angel goes and steals car batteries from cars so that they can run all mm. of them separately. I might have watched a different cut of this film. Maybe you did. You, <laughs> Just well, a you different got, film entirely. You got the director's cut and because Jordan Peele, you missed him at the start explaining what was going to happen. Right. You, you just missed out on some context. That's so funny. I was only joking that they needed to show all that but they, yeah, I'm glad they showed a little bit of it. They didn't need 15 minutes of it but a no, minute or so. Is, 30 seconds. That's yeah, probably nice. all you need. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, like me, I would have been like where the fuck did all these things come <laughs> from? This came out of the ground. What was I doing at that moment? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Got to bring back the fucking monkey podcast. <laughs> uh, so, um, so then all the two men are out there. They can figure out where it is, but all of a sudden, someone comes in on an electric motorbike, and they we don't know who they are, but they they look like a member of Daft Punk. Mm. They got yeah. like a silver it, helmet. Yeah, they looked too weird and shiny. Yeah, it was so unsettling. And again, I know they might, and that's what the movie's trying to do. So, well done, movie. And then they, congrats, movie. They quickly figure out that he's a TMZ reporter. They're a TMZ reporter. Yeah. Even though, and Wikipedia takes that. And, oh, do we know that they were TMZ? He's called TMZ reporter in the credits. Credits, right? So, and I think that's kind of what had happened is why they were like upset that he was going through rather than around because they were like, if this guy gets the footage, yeah, then we're fucked. Because what, like, why? Oh, he was he there for he the there disaster, not for the yeah. UFO, right? So he was there for the disaster, and then he was like, he came to interview them to be like, hey, what are your thoughts? And then it clicked that he's a reporter, and they've got all of this stuff going on, and they're like, an actual reporter is here, mm. where we're trying to amateur our way through this. Yeah. And the last thing we need is him to be here right now. I thought they were just worried about him pulling out Jean Jacket too early, because they're that like, also he possibly, is on an, yeah. like, a motorbike. <laughs> Also possibly part of it. But we that's all interpret probably, movies differently. Yeah, we all interpret movies. I thought they were worried for his safety. Yeah, I thought they were worried because he also, he's, 
equipment was electric as well, yeah, so he it would, have wouldn't have been able to capture it. Anyway, so they must have known that, but still mm. been like, yeah, it was just, I'm like, it's just weird. There's layers. layers just the fact layers. that it was dressed so strangely yeah. made you think, what is going on here? Yeah, I mean. And that's the genius of Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, I feel like I'm sounding so stupid talking about this movie. But um, anyway, we go, we move on. Um, so we want to argue with you, man. He gets onto the field. He, get, he gets there, the the Tamsie guy, uh, and he he's like, "Oh, you don't want to talk to me, or whatever." And he speeds off, and uh, OJ's like, or one of them's like, "You know what happens when an electric motorbike cuts out?" Because of the you know the electric field yeah. moving in the other direction, and then as that happens, he just gets flung. The bike stops dead, and he keeps going. Um, and uh, he is devoured by Jean Jacket yeah. while begging OJ to film the event. See, yeah, See? reporter. Oh yeah, he was absolutely that. That was a very nice moment in the movie. Just this guy being like don't help me why aren't you filming this yeah but then eventually he's it's not just like film me it's like no why aren't you filming this like yeah. why are you not this makes no sense as to why you're not filming it's a nice little bit of the movie uh though holst captures footage of jean jacket his obsession with the impossible shot results in him sacrificing himself along with his camera basically he goes the light's about to get even better. And he, for some reason, walks out knowing that and looks up at it knowing mm-hmm. that that's going to get him. He knows it all. He, he knows he's getting the impossible shot that no one's ever going to see. Is that beautiful? Uh, well, he's, well, he's seeing it because you, you watch his, quote-unquote, footage as he gets eaten. Mm. So, he's still hand-cranking the camera <laughs> as good. he's getting eaten. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, that was very good. Um, <laughs> he got the impossible shot. <laughs> Uh, that forces the remaining three to flee. Angel survives an attack from Jean Jacket by being wrapped in a tarp and barbed wire, causing the creature to unfurl from its saucer shape to a jellyfish-like form. Sort of looks like a jellyfish or mm. almost like a butterfly or something. Something. Yeah, it's a strange but it's beautiful pretty, sort yeah. of shape. OJ lures Jean Jacket away from M while she uses the motorcycle to rush to Jupiter's claim. There and like this is did she was this talked about as a plan at all? It's just like a moment of genius she had. She gets over to Jupiter's claim, untethers the park's large helium balloon mascot because we hear that it doesn't like eating non-organic mm. matter. That's why it spits it out. At at one point earlier, they put up a they stole M steals a, like a fake horse, a horse statue. Mm, yeah, from Jupiter's claim. <laughs> and the um, <laughs> yeah, and then Jupe comes over. And goes, oh, where'd you get that from? They're like, I don't know. Where'd you get yours from? <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know, to be honest. Someone else did it. That was a, that was, that was a lot of funny moments as well. But, um, yeah, so that... And that, I think that was when OJ realized that it couldn't digest uh, inorganic matter. Mm. Um, so, M then used this knowledge to uh, untether the park's large helium balloon mascot. And then Jean Jacket attempts to feed on the balloon while M uses an attraction's analog camera to photograph Jean Jacket before the balloon explodes, seemingly killing the creature. Now, this she just knowing that that thing was even a camera. 
I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? They do that earlier in the yeah, film. Yeah, they establish that earlier in the <laughs> film. Fantastic. <laughs> she she goes to the theme park. She goes to Jupiter's claim and she sees all these kids looking in a well and she looks in and then the camera goes off and then they notice she's there and they get annoyed because she's ruined their photo together. Um, when was that? Was yeah, that, that after? No, nah, that was when oh he first God. goes over to sell Lucky and she's like, why? She's like, you selling Lucky? And he's like, no, it's okay. I'll buy him back. I'll buy I him back. I need to rewatch this film. I think you need to rewatch this film. Like I was, I wasn't there with anyone. I wasn't being distracted in a discussion i was just blanking <laughs> out on chunks of the film oh that's uh, this this movie okay something i really love in film is when throughout the movie someone lists a bunch of skills that they have and then later in the film they do all of their skills yeah. um like slumdog millionaire did the reverse of that so that was like satisfying to watch but like my favorite film ever is planet terror and like the whole thing she is just talking about all these useless skills she has and then every like throughout the film all of her useless skills come in handy and it's the same thing like right at the start where ends lists every single thing she does like right. from like sewing and catering a motorcycle ride and everything and then she gets to do all of it that, that is fun <laughs> and she breaks up the sewing machine i'm like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love when people tick off a list they made earlier in the film <laughs> yeah so she was sewing together the uh, the colorful stuff for the because the, the for the uh, earlier, he OJ had a um, uh, like a parachute that he put off the back. Oh yeah. Mm. No, I think that, is that what she was sewing. I think she she sewed yeah. the head thing for Lucky so that Lucky couldn't look him in the eye. Oh yeah. And yeah, she yeah she the parachute. Sewed, I assumed it was the parachute. Yeah, the parachute. Yeah, because that does happen in the last scene. Yeah. It's a really big parachute. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. It was great. And yeah, uh, OJ had these fake eyes on the back mm. of his hood to sort of I drag Jean Jacket out. They looked like a big bug, just like a prime mantis. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all fucking connected. <laughs> so I was wondering what that was because I'm like, why did you put eyes on your shirt? I guess like, just to attract, not to. To keep it like looking at you because it hates being looked at. So it would like follow you if you were running mm. away from it. Yeah. And yeah. that's when, it, yeah, that was, he had that up just before he pulled the parachute and stuff, I think. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I saw this days ago. Don't expect me to remember everything, especially when I'm fully <laughs> blanking on large chunks. Um, so, yeah, the, the last line is, with the picture as proof of the creature's existence and reporters arriving nearby, M sees an unharmed OJ and Lucky standing outside Jupiter's claim. That's so funny that they showed that that was a camera before. I'm like, <laughs> like obviously, like looking back, you I'm been like, so mad at this film. I'm like, what you doing? Yeah, obviously, like Jordan Peele's not going to just have this the weirdest camera you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it was enough of a coincidence that this small field of focus that this camera has, straight up, the alien comes out just in front of that like the balloon man floats just mm. in the right spot mm. so that it attracts it but you know loved it i you know and uh, you filling in some of those gaps <laughs> which were some of my only problems with it <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that they were problems because i <laughs> my own fault but um yeah i i really enjoyed it what what did you think did you well, this is great because you're a get out boy. You're like you're a you're I'm an us gal. I'm an us gal. I'm I'm a nope gal. Oh. yeah, I think no. this is my favorite one. A little oh, cast nope. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I had so much fun. Oh, that's it, cool. It did my favorite things. It 
I got given a list by a girl and then she did the list of things in the movie. Yeah. I that's for whatever reason I love that very much. Uh, you that's might really love all this film. For a movie. Schindler's List. Right. <laughs> oh. Another classic list film. Uh, I can't remember what happens in it. I've blanked mm. out on most of it, but I assume <laughs> Schindler goes about Cuz he's ticking off the list. Ticking off his list of things that he can do. Um yeah, so what we normally uh, score these uh, films by a banana score. Firstly, how big is... When you go to the shop, Zoe, how big of a bunch of bananas do you buy? For myself or for the fam? Whenever you go shopping. Uh, I would say like a big bunch. We're a banana family. Yep. We go through bananas probably. We'll do a big, like maybe eight. Eight bunch. Eight bunch and we'll do that twice a week. So the your perfect score for a film is eight bananas yep. and they're perfectly right perfectly right so right. what what do you give this film i definitely give this one maybe a six and a half bananas wow that's a high it's a high score. score i really liked it i thought it was a really fun film i loved that it loved cinema mm. but not in a dickish way right i think there are the films that you can watch i'm not fucking naming names christopher nolan where okay. you can see their Would movies you, i mean and- i don't know what you just literally named a name what no so you named you said i'm not naming names and, and, you I, named, and then i didn't you named a I name didn't, i didn't i think play the tape back <laughs> christopher nolan's cute he no. just loves movies and time so much and someone gave him too much money and no. all he does is make movies about time no he makes movies about how good a director he is and it sucks yeah but he's like he's like i love time and oh, movies no the I, prestige my about Chris. literally killing yourself to make the perfect fucking display of the th- three act structure but the how how ripe are your <laughs> bananas, Zoe? Oh no, I'm thinking about Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> for, green for him. Um, no, they're they're ripe. Right. Uh, but I like <laughs> I like a banana one day before it's good. Oh, yeah. I like I a bit of crunch to a banana. Yeah, not cr- I don't, crunch is too him. far <laughs> for me. But I, like, I don't like I like them. With a firm. bit of firmness, yeah. rather than what about you, Cass? What, what kind of score are you thinking here? Um. I really liked the movie. So, if I'm doing a Zoe's bunch... No, you do your own bunch. How many do you buy? I don't eat bananas. Okay. Well, maybe go for Zoe's bunch. I'm going to <laughs> be part of Zoe's family for the week and join in on their bunch. Zoe, Jeez. you don't have to buy any more bananas for yeah, me. Well, yeah. I don't Talk about privilege. I don't even buy bananas. They just always <laughs> arrive in the bowl, I assume. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my mum who colour coordinates <laughs> the fruit bowls because she's weird like that. They're really pretty yellow. Yeah, I do appreciate a banana. They're gorgeous. Um, yeah. With little spots of brown. Cute. Beautiful. Yeah, it's prob- probably a seven. Seven out of eight. Love yeah. that. And I uh, want to watch it again. I feel like there were parts that I was... I think the too eye excited thing, for? Let's watch it yeah. again, Cass. Let's watch Let's it again now. The, I didn't quite get the eyes because when they were saying it's if you look at them in the eyes, but then the squiggly doodahs had eyes and it didn't attack the thing to squiggly do our eyes. So I was like, oh, it must know if you're looking at it. Because it knows the difference between organic, organic and inorganic. Yeah, but then he's following the thing with the eyes on the back of the head and yeah. then he eats the helium balloon at the end. And he also thinks the f- the f- he, he tries to come down for some of the, fl- the floaty men. Yeah, so maybe it's oh. just when the floaty men go straight down, the eyes go straight up. Mm. I didn't quite get the lore around the eyes. Yeah. So I think that was it. It was them when they were flat and they were looking straight up. Maybe but that- they were on the field flat a lot. But I guess then when he came... Yeah, when he came, yeah. then they do go flat. Yeah, so when he comes, they go flat. Have you picked a, and so, a hole? I don't want to pick a hole. I like this movie. I think I'm just... I'm gonna She's got looks, one rotten banana. 
Mushy, make some banana bread. There's a lot on the line. Well, that's good. I get to make banana bread. Delicious. I've got seven good bananas for Zoe's family. And one, I do like banana bread. Okay, one mushy one for me. I'm still happy. Yeah. I'm up from so this. So seven out of eight. How ripe are they? Um, the, the yeah, the the ones for Zoe's family are perfectly ripe. Yeah. Um, they're a bit crunchy for Zoe. I like them. Um, but then my one's mushy. But I do get to make banana bread out of it. Okay. So it's still it's still a good banana. I think I just need to watch it again. It must be if the eyes are directly up because she had to really make that thing eat the thing. Because mm. mm. I thought it could tell the difference between organic and inorganic matter. Yeah, I loved I that scene it, when it no, started shitting it, on the house. It ate the plastic horse. Yeah. It did eat the plastic horse. It thought the, okay, so it must just be direction of eye. Direction of eye. Because it, it, things that look like they might be organic, it seems to... Yeah, okay. Mm. It, okay. Know. Must be direction of eye. When the thing flops. Yeah. Fine. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that's great. Um, so, we all really liked it. I'm going to give it a five out of seven. I have a slightly smaller bunch. Which is a... <laughs> you know, that's a... I think I need to watch it again because... I need to watch it from the start. I <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah. And then blanking out mid-movie a few times. I don't know. It's so... I feel like I need to talk to the doctor about that. But anyway, um, <laughs> our uh, suggestors, uh, some of them also gave some questions. If you want to quick... Do you have time to quickly oh answer some of these? This first one comes from Nathan Bauer in the UK. He asks, what primate do you think you could take in a scrap? What's the smallest primate? Yeah. yeah. Is there a stompable prime? A um, pygmy, one of those little pygmy monkeys? Yeah. I, we could smush one of those. I, I, feel, yeah. I don't feel like there is because I don't think I'd feel good about it. <laughs> no, but you have to. Otherwise, you have to. It's life or death. Yeah. It's life or death. We're traversing the situation. Death. Okay. Huh? Andy from Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Squash him like a bug. I picture that that universe, they're all, they're all just little toy size. Yeah. And well, then I the mean, toys Andy are is boy size. Toys. <laughs> Oh, okay. The humans are toy size. The toys are small toy size. Okay. <laughs> Polly pockets. Um, Dummy what, do, you, do you reckon you could scrap a An, small boy? A small, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> a cartoon one, especially. Poor oh, definition. yeah. He's made of CGI. Um, I reckon that's squishing your hand. So the next one comes from, I'm going to say, Kerry John Jones from Swansea. If you had to have the hand of one primate, not human, for the rest of your life, what one will you choose? Uh, as my hand uh, or for fun? I think... Yeah, do we get to hold it? Is it a monkey paw situation? Yeah, oh. I, is it monkey paw? Yeah, it's an interesting... I don't know enough about monkey apes to know what their hands look like. Okay. I think, look, the chimps I've seen, do they have the power to rip off a face? Yeah, and that's great. I don't know if they've got the dexterity yeah, that right. I'd be looking for. So maybe like spider monkey hands. Oh, but I'd only be able to tinker for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'd be no, doomed you, to a life of tinker. You've got one of your, your normal hands. Oh, I've only got one. It's only one. He said oh, if you have to have the hand... Oh, no. Yeah, the hand of one primate. All right. I want Not you to hands. know I Googled... Okay. Um, best, good, best, best ape hand. hand. Okay. I Googled be, I be, monkey hand apparently is a brand, so that didn't help. But best <laughs> ape hand came up with a list that said, look at some great ape hands. Okay. Um, not not time for orangutan, not time for gorilla. Oh, orangutan. A bonobo hand good. looks yeah. gross. Orangutan would match uh, It's only best. four pictures. It's not very exciting. <laughs> uh, that's not a very good article at all. I reckon you spider monkey on one side. Yeah, one of yeah. the little ones. Just I, I got, then I've got tinkering to do. I'm gonna take like one. I'll take like a an orangutan, big strong hand. Yeah. On one side, so I could really you know open jars or whatever. You would be so good in the tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I could swing. But only from one side. Yeah. yeah. You could swing. And- you have to kind of jump. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of jumping for you. Um, and then 
And uh, I normally say, if you can, if you ask a question, feel free to answer it as well. Yeah. Uh, Kerry John Jones did not do that. But uh, <laughs> Drew Forsberg from Highland Heights in Ohio asks, monkeys versus apes? Monkeys. Apes. Okay. What are you saying, Matt? Pick what are you side. saying? Yeah. You got to pick. Yes. Yeah. NASA's listening. It's a tough one. I'm going to say apes. Yeah. Well. No. When you when you you're an ape boy. Oh, look, I love them. I love them both. But in the end, I'm an ape. Where you know we're apes. We're great apes. And I went. I'm pretty good. I went with us. <laughs> you're a pretty good ape. Yeah. I picked apes because they're scarier, and I don't. I could take a monkey. <laughs> you could take a monkey. So I got I got to side with. I'm weak. I got to side with the. I'm weak. Uh, Aaron from Homestead in Florida writes what's your fondest primate related story now aaron does answer this question do you have an answer i don't think i have any primate related story like i've, I've been where monkeys are and they're sort of running around and you're like oh that's a little guy mm. i have a one that's horrible no that's fondest i can't have another horrible no, one no i don't but it's, don't want it's any fond more for me oh fond for you yeah go. remember when we saw that video Aaron answers saying Mine is paddle boarding With my cousin down the Silver Springs River In Ocala, Florida Where hundreds Or thousands, no one knows the actual population size uh, Wild Reese's monkeys reside And watching them go nuts While trying and failing To leap from a tree Across the river without falling in it was hilarious, cool, and utterly terrifying. That's the that's what a that's fond memory. That's so nice and not at all horrible. And the last one comes from <laughs> Alastair Stevens from the UK, uh, saying, "If you can live amongst a utopian society of ape monkeys and man, what kind of ape monkey would make the best prime minister?" Oh, beautiful question. Um, I feel okay. like I feel like I've been. What's that one with the big face? That's the orangutan. No, no not that the one. really big the one. The big face, the Christopher Walken monkey. Oh, well, that is that's like an ancient orangutan. Ah, oh, damn it! I they're, hate orangutans, but yeah, but they are the they they grow bigger faces. Yeah, the, the big the wide males. They grow big wide boy face. Yeah. He looks smart. Yeah, I was also going to say orangutan, and I think that was based on the the um. Planet of the Apes rebooted series where Maurice is like mm. the wise teacher and he's an orangutan. Yeah. But then, I mean, you've got uh, Caesar, the chimp, who's a great leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that'd be a great tag team combo. Yeah. Vice uh, and Prime. Yeah. Yeah. I would put, you know, that story of the group of, I don't know if it's bonobos or gorillas. It's like a, a group of apes where... One generation of the men died out because the the male uh, primates, I forgot which kind they are, the males would eat first. So they ate all this poison and died. So the entire like male population died out and within like one or two generations or something, they became peaceful. Wow. <laughs> they were just and being, accurate. They were wow. raised by all the women. And so the male uh, primates didn't grow up violent. And they just didn't have violent outbursts in the community anymore. It just took a generation. <laughs> one generation. And you th- is this related to the primates? Uh, prime I'd Minister have one of those question? ladies. Okay. One of those ladies. One of those yeah, chip of those... ladies. Yeah. She I'm seems like, like she knows what's we're going not on. here to hear your feminist manifesto, Cass. <laughs> the question is, 
April Monkey promised. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying I'm with her. <laughs> you really step. <laughs> really stepping on my toes. I'm normally the feminist of this podcast. Sorry, okay? I, I forgot the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are: you don't talk about that stuff. Okay, leave that to me. Okay, let don't me lean in. Don't worry, pretty hit Sorry. little head. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god, you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this point of the show, we often uh, read out a review if there's any five star reviews. None have come in this week, so <laughs> you know what? what? I'm furious. Um, but if you do send in a five star review, I will read it out on the show. Uh, you can do that on your podcast app, probably. Yeah, I have no I- idea how to do it. Um, <laughs> where can but pe- I'm asking you to do it, so. Yeah. I should also say. Um, I've got a brand new podcast coming out this week, uh, probably when this episode comes out. It's called Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. The very second ever episode is with Zoe and Cass. It what? is. We're about to record it. It'll be <laughs> out. the magic. It'll be about the same. <laughs> I think it'll be coming out the same week. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, go over and check that out. Subscribe to that new show and, and uh, help us get it off the ground. Lift it up. Into the trees with the apes. Yes. The tree apes. Orangutans and whatnot. Obviously, there's Sorry, also not, not, ground I don't, I don't apes like, like Zoe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A pretty good ape, but we're talking about them great apes up in the <laughs> trees. Uh, so where can people find you apart from on the new show, Who Knew It With Matt Stewart? <laughs> well, apart from on the new show, Who Knew It With Matt Stewart, uh, you can find Zoe and I on the Sans Pants Radio Network. We are on sh- the show called Shut Up A Second. Yes. And Cast more than me, but yeah. Yeah, we've also got a new show coming out called Being show. Hot Is Hard. Being Hot Is So Hard. It's difficult. It comes out on uh, September 27th, the first episode. So if that has passed, it's already out. If it hasn't, please subscribe so that it gets numbers. I yeah. someone I, with a no, like, is it Nina or Nina, 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 Nina Yama. Yeah. Oh, sick. So Jump on it. Three um, of us being the hottest little gals, you know. And hard. Um, we're yeah. hot, we're hard, and we're ready to host a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, if the episode's not out yet, just follow Hot Hard Pod. We somehow managed to get that one. Yeah, no like, one on had, all the no socials. One, no one no had, one's taken Hot Hard Pod. No, that's what? crazy. Yeah, that's, that's it. That was weird. the most shocking thing about starting a podcast. I would have thought Hot Hard Pod would have been taken. Yeah. Would have put money on it. I would have lost money. <laughs> yeah, you would have lost money. We don't need to lose money now. No, We've we got, got it. Hot we got hard it. Pod. Uh, so check that out, please. Please, for the Please. love of God. Oh, my God. Check it out. People can find Primates of Primates Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, perhaps. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash do go on pod and you support this show and the other ones in the network, including do go on, uh, which is a, a, a real fun history based comedy podcast where we uh, learn from something in the past. Cass, you've been on a few episodes of that. Oh, love it. You can tell people it's good. I, I can and I will. It's wonderful. Ooh, it's a pleasure to good. be there. It's a pleasure to go on, do style. Um. And yeah, so yeah, the most recent one uh, was about a wild car race. Oh my God. From New York City to City. Paris, France. It is so fun to do that podcast. <laughs> it's just great to learn. I'll have to bring some facts to you one time. Oh, uh, you got to do it. Yeah, people, a few people have messaged saying, get Cassidy a report. Oh, we need that general energy. I, I got to learn something first, but I'll do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. Now, we always sign off uh, with our classic primate related catchphrase. Uh, you riff it in the moment. I don't know if one of you wants to do it. Maybe Cass will do it this week. I'll say thank you so much, Zoe and Cass, for joining us. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast... Ooh, ooh. Ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) 